This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. New Hampshire's presidential primary election is tomorrow. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley has the two-person race with former President Donald Trump she was looking for. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has dropped out and endorsed Trump. But as NPR's Tamara Keith reports, in the race for Republican endorsements, Trump is dominating. When Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his campaign, he joined a long line of Republicans to endorse Trump in recent days. At a rally in Exeter, New Hampshire, Sunday night, Nikki Haley was joined by a beloved daytime television celebrity, Judge Judy. It's time for Nikki Haley. This is her moment. She is a star. And when it was Haley's time at the mic, she dismissed Trump's endorsements. I don't want the political elite. That's not what I'm looking for. And they honestly aren't ready for me. Most Republican politicians have fallen in line behind Trump, redefining the GOP establishment in his image. Tamara Keith, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. Vice President Harris will speak in suburban Milwaukee today in support of abortion rights. Wisconsin voters who support abortion rights say they want Harris to know they believe legal abortion is still being threatened. From member station WUWM, Chuck Kornbach has more. Abortions resumed in Wisconsin last fall after a 15-month halt due to the 2022 U.S. Supreme Court ruling in the Dobbs case. But Unitarian Reverend Denise Cawley, who has served as a chaplain at abortion clinics, says abortion rights in Wisconsin remain under constant challenge. Cawley highlights a new push by Republican state lawmakers for an April referendum banning abortions after 14 weeks of pregnancy. It's another squeezing down of rights, and it's another set of making doctors and women calculate all these days and numbers and things like that. GOP leaders say the statewide referendum would let voters decide whether to limit abortions. For NPR News, I'm Chuck Kornbach in Milwaukee. Foreign ministers with the European Union are holding a series of meetings today focused on the war between Israel and Hamas. These include talks with Israel's foreign minister and the Palestinian Authority's top diplomat. Yosef Borrell is the EU's foreign policy chief. He says the ministers are interested in long-term solutions in Gaza. I think that we have to stop talking about the peace process and start talking more concretely about the two-state solution process. So let's talk about what we want to do. And we want to do is to build a two-state solution. Burrell was speaking to the BBC. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 130 points at 37,994. The Nasdaq is up 33 points. This is NPR. The defamation trial against Donald Trump in New York has been postponed today. The court says that's due to an ill juror. The case was filed by writer E. Jean Carroll. A prior New York jury already found Trump liable for sexual assault against her and for defamation. This new case is over a different case of defamation. The jury will only determine whether and how much Trump owes Carroll in damages. Health officials are starting the first-ever routine immunizations against malaria using a vaccine recently approved by the World Health Organization. 
NPR's Nareet Eisenman reports the rollout of the campaign begins in Cameroon. The new vaccine, recommended for children and known as Mosquitix, or by its initials RTSS, is the first ever shot against malaria authorized by the WHO. It was produced through a partnership between the pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline and the nonprofit Path Malaria Vaccine Initiative. And it took three decades to develop because the malaria parasite is so complex. Through pilot programs, the vaccine has already been given to millions of children in Africa. And while it appears to only reduce hospitalization for severe malaria by about 30 percent, World health officials say they still think it could be a game changer against a disease that currently kills about half a million young children a year in Africa alone. Nareet Eisenman, NPR News. The Federal Aviation Administration is calling for different Boeing airplane models to be inspected. This comes after a door plug blew off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet during flight. The other models have similar door plugs. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News. 